So, good morning, hello, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know if you caught that. I was just blowing my nose because yeah. I didn't realize we'd start. I was talking over it. Okay. That's called being <laughs> professional. That's why I was going. I was just saying words so that nobody would hear. <laughs> I was preparing for my performance. <laughs> Clearing my um, nasal cavities. Okay, okay, darling. Have you done your mimo mo 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 mo? Wow, wow, wow. Green glass globes. Green glass globes. That's what I was taught when we were when we were learning how to speak and be an announcer. We had to do green glass globes, green glass globes, green glass globes to warm up the warm up the I don't know the lip muscles or are something. You, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking for something yeah. to do. Right. Uh, we'll start. We'll start in a minute. A jigsaw. A jigsaw. What? Yes. <laughs> No. It might kill a few hours for you. Well, it probably would. No, I've been looking for something to do because for my voice, right? Because as, as I'm getting older, I find in the morning when I'm doing this kind of stuff or doing ads, because you got to you got to act a bit doing commercials, and I, it takes me ages to get in there. And sometimes I'm going eh, 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 and, and I break my voice. <laughs> um, so, any suggestions, Miss Neve? I need, this is something that I need to do as well, because I am used to in my old lives when we had slightly busier lives, if you had a voiceover or something to do, you'd have about 20 of them, or if you had something to record for a show, you'd have a million of them, and you'd just be like, oh, drop this, do that, just hit it really quickly. Um, So I, because you're just so busy, I never warmed up properly, I want a proper routine to warm up because every now and then I overstrain my voice and it's a stupid thing to do and it's very avoidable. I think though as you're as you're a little and you're you're a good bit younger than me but um, when you're younger you don't need to warm up but as you get older you do. The one person whose voice hadn't changed at all in my mind well it's you know it's got a little lower yeah but I when I hear Dolly Parton singing live because you know I love hearing people I love hearing singers voices change over the decades I think it's really nice and it's like a lovely sign that they've had a beautiful career and you follow them up Dolly's never really changed that much like it got lower but her quality until very recently when she started to sound a little bit more her age maybe but it always mesmerized me how when she sings live it's just Hmm. it's just the same as it always was. And the one person whose voice has changed, um, Bob and, Dylan, and and like like wasn't very good in the first place. And I say that as a huge Bob <laughs> Dylan fan. You know, I mean, it, it, he is appalling now. You know, I mean, you can't, I couldn't even go and see him now. You know, his voice changed quite young. It, well, no, well, he couldn't really. Well, I, I suppose I think he gave up smoking in the mid '60s and did one or two albums where where he could almost sing. But in the okay. early sixties, he was he me he he me he he me he. Whereas now he's just he me he he That's about as good as it gets. And again, I say that as a, I am a big Bob Dylan fan. Uh, but uh, no, we need to get some. We need to get some. Um, or I certainly need to get some warm up lessons. And Let's get some vocal exercises going. We'll do a special podcast on how to warm up your voice. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah, I'd love to do that because I, I feel like I used to do all those things. I just can't remember them now. So we need to, yeah, we need to figure out how to I do I don't them think you probably did them at all. You you really didn't need to do them. Well, we do. Will we start off because we're nearly... Let's, we are, we are probably in. nearly finished now. So yeah, let's... <laughs> Exactly. That's going to happen someday. We're not going to get to anything. <laughs> and I have a couple of things to do before we even go. Right, well, let's start off with uh, this. Welcome to Look at Will You Listen to all Radioheads going through six subjects, 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in, 30 minutes of, of entertainment for your weekend or weekday whenever you want to be listening to this thing. And it entertains us because we don't know what the other person is going to say. So it could be anything or it could be the exact same thing that I'm saying exactly. like last week when we picked the same topic. This is, is it. Crazy. 
And yes. You are welcome to contribute at lookit at uniquemedia.ie. You can tweet uh, look at podcast on Twitter. We've had a few suggestions this week, which um, you not bothering to look on social media wouldn't know. Um, but um, we, we may we may or may not bring them in. I, the next piece I have there is the outro. Just before we... Uh, we, we Don't actually, do the outro, yes. Okay, when does the outro happen? Don't <laughs> in do about it 20 until minutes after time. at least the first piece. Okay, before we get to these pieces, and again, because you don't do the social media... Oh, can we say happy birthday to Mel, who does do social Mel's media? It's her birthday it? today. Uh, oh, happy birthday, Mel. again. Exactly, she's still 17. As I said to you, <laughs> I worked with her when, when, when she produced me on, on a talk programme years ago, and she looked about 12, and she still looks about 12. That's a wonderful She way is to not ageing. Um, Kevin. Happy birthday, Mel. Happy birthday, Mel. Kevin is looking for information on John Dunn's sonnets, if you have any of that, because you know stuff. I'm, I don't know. I did bits of it in college, and then haven't done, haven't, haven't gone back since. See, he also said, by the way, that a collective noun for nuns is a convent. A convent of nuns. Well, that makes sense. It does, doesn't it? That makes an awful lot of sense. Yes, I was hoping it would be a bit funnier, though. There you go. Uh, yeah, so was I. Um, yeah. And, but, but thank you very much for keeping us keeping us going, Kev. And uh, himself and Eliza Jane are doing their bit to uh, to help us gain listeners by, uh, by They're sharing. They're very kind. They are very good. If I was to select a term for a, collect- a collection of nuns, I think I'd call it a wiggle of nuns. Yeah. Is it because they wiggle? I just think that would be appropriate. I think it would make me laugh. Hmm. And it, um, I like the thought of them kind of wiggling, wiggling away. Little penguins, yeah. as they have been called. <laughs> um, we've also been accused of not following up on things. Um, yeah, because, so yeah. we don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would take, would take continuity and research. Yes, uh, um, absolutely. Which we, will, which we can do, yes. We, we can, we just don't. Yes, but we could. Yes. We in may. Pr- in principle, yes. Anytime, yes. We, we could do it. Yes, and... We should hire someone to do it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Hire Kevin to do it. Yeah, that'd be great. But yes, that is a very valid point. We should follow up on what we say we're going to do, and then we should do it. I don't like the idea of it. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds difficult. It sounds yeah. It's probably easier than trying to come up with the su- with the subjects for the week. <laughs> <clears throat> By the way, I have some new music as well, which we'll be running a little bit later on. You, you probably won't even notice. Wait. It. You I probably won't wait. even notice it. You're a great man for getting the music. No, well, I, I was on uh, buying some music for other stuff because the issue is when, when you do a podcast, just to explain, that if, if we're doing it on the radio, there's a blanket license and we can play whatever we do and whatever we want. On a podcast, you have to pay. So if we wanted to play some Bob Dylan when I was doing my hee-hee, um, it would probably cost about, uh, about five or six grand to play a track. So we don't have that kind of money. That's a good investment. Exactly for one Bob Dylan song. So, yes. um, what we do is you, you buy you buy royalty free music and you and you can just use whatever. That's why we're using the music that's underneath now. And spend uh, all of our all of our um, sponsorship money. On. All of our sponsorship money goes on oh, us. Bob Bob Dylan. Exactly. Songs. Well, that's what we should do. Yes. And take it out of our salaries. <laughs> um, well, we're nearly finished now. So thanks for listening, <laughs> and um, we probably should get into our into our uh, into our subjects. Without further ado, topic number one <laughs> is current affairs. <laughs> Lots of ado today. Yes, um, yes, dinosaur footprint fossil from Jurassic giant found on Yorkshire coast from Ooh. the Sky News website. But in lots of different places. I like dinosaur stories. All I like right. dinosaurs. Good. We know but that Jurassic Park is one of your favourites. It is, yeah. It is a, um, a, a wonderful lark. Yes. Yes. Um, it is hoped that the fossil at a location which is being kept secret, lest we all go mental and try and find the, the dinosaur footprint, it's hoped that it can be saved before it is washed away by the sea. So this footprint has been discovered 
Uh, it's of a large meat-eating dinosaur described as a real Jurassic giant on a Yorkshire beach. And it was spotted by an archaeologist, Marie Woods, who was collecting shellfish. I don't know what archaeologists do on their days off. They or collect shellfish. They collect shellfish, well known, apparently. Yeah. So lucky that she was an archaeologist because I can see how this footprint could have been easily just walked by yeah. um, and you'd want to know what you were doing. So they think that it's a Megalosaurus, Ooh. which lived between 175 and 164 million years ago uh, with a body that is possibly eight to nine meters. And she said she was shocked and she's hoping to save it. I also like the fact that she was grabbing some shellfish for dinner. I didn't, I've never thought to go foraging for shellfish. Oh yeah. The, that's a love, I just wouldn't trust myself. I feel like I picked something poisonous. Shell, but, but, but none of those, like anything in a shell, it, it's not poison. Any of the mussels, the cockles, the alive, alive, oh, they, they, you know, you can eat them all. What are the long, like what I, are the long ones that come out of the, I can never remember the name of them. The, the big, like the razor. Yeah, razor one. clams. Like I didn't even know that those were something that you would want to eat. Oh yeah, have you not had razor clams? No, I've caught, I've got a lot of the shells and made handbags. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Who hasn't? But uh, who hasn't? No, you the, still have yours. I, exactly. I've never, I've never, I've eaten them. I've never, never, and I've seen uh, programs on TV. I like the cookery programs. That if you if you go down to the beach and you can see where they are, where they are, because they're little yes. holes. If you pour a load of salt in the holes, they come up, and they're difficult wow. to get up, and they're difficult to get out. But they are absolutely gorgeous. Now I've never cooked them. Really? I have had them in a in a restaurant, and they're really really good. Do they taste like mussels, snails? They taste, well, again, I suppose a bit like mussels and snails. It depends on what what they're covered in. And that's really what you're tasting. But I had them in a a place in, where was it? Uh, Somewhere in town. And um, as a starter, they they were delicious. Wow, that is new to me. And I'm surprised it's new to me because I spent my childhood on beaches collecting things and There you go. Well, well, I'm, I'm delighted that I've taught you something most unusual yeah. but to get back to your thing I mean that that is so that's in Yorkshire you see a lot of Yorkshire people probably saw that before and Yorkshire people are yes. real down to earth people they would have said that hey up that's a big dog <laughs> you know I'm walked by it I can see how you would walk by it because I remember as a kid we lived near a beach and there was a huge dinosaur footprint on a vertical rock which had obviously gone from being horizontal at one point just to being on a cliff oh, brilliant. and we went as a school tour to go and look at it and it was really big this isn't as obvious until you really look at it and then you go that is a gigantic gigantic chicken foot yeah that you see and that, a that's a, well that's exactly it you know in Yorkshire hey we have big chickens up here <laughs> 8 to 9 metres yeah tall that's I it think. yeah there'll be enough um, on that wait, no, there'll be enough on that for dinner for two of us <laughs> Oh, the other thing that they have in Yorkshire that I didn't know about until I lived with someone from Yorkshire was they do this, I think, okay, I'm going to get this horribly wrong. I think it's called a Wensleydale tea cake or tea brack or something. It's like a fruit cake and it is the most incredible fruit cake I've ever had. And every time my old housemate goes back home, I get her to bring me one of these cakes and they are exquisite. Is Wensleydale not a cheese? Oh, that's probably it is a cheese. So the area that the it comes cheese. from. You eat the cheese with this cake. Right, very I don't. good. I put butter on it because I like to put fat on everything. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, I like fruit cake with a bit of butter. Never killed anyone. Probably did, but um, slowly. Yeah. And uh, by whatever, yeah. you know, clogging your arteries. But it tastes really good. And that's and the main that's, thing. That's my current affair story. Okay. Big and dinosaur and and fruit cake. Two things that are the loves of your lives. I really enjoy both of those things, but only if the fruit cake is really moist and thick. 
there you go. Which it is when yeah. you when your housemate uh, when your housemate brings it to you. Yes. Okay, that that means you're you're moving on to me then. Yes, because I feel like I've taken up a lot. No, of time. not at all. Listen, you've taken up the same amount of time. We just spent a lot a lot of time at the beginning talking about nothing, <laughs> and there's nothing new there. Um, right. Um, I, I have no idea where this comes from because um, I found it on the internet. So Mr. Internet gave it to me. Okay. Um, it's a headline that should terrify you about the ability of the younger generation to look after the world, it says, or at least their ability to stop themselves falling off the edge of it. Um, these the world th- is flat. And hold on for a second. Yes. Have you got that as well? No, no. I was just hoping that you were going to say something about that. Uh, it's an American survey. Uh, a third of millennials don't actually think the earth is flat, but the survey revealed that 66% of American 18 to 24-year-olds were absolute, that, that were absolutely convinced that they are currently standing on a celestial orb, with the remainder happy to take alternative suggestions. What the hell does that mean? Explain that to me. So do they think they're going to walk off the edge of the earth? Yeah, they're idiots. They- they're, 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 they're the flat earth people. Um, it's actually 33% of them think that we are, we are effectively on a, not on a globe, but uh, the Earth is flat. It's one of those things that when you do go down the rabbit hole on the internet, you're like, I can see why. If you went down this rabbit hole long enough, you'd be quite convinced. Um, yes, but then <laughs> if you actually read a book by somebody who knew something that they were talking about, you would find out the, the real view. Um, I, am, I am surprised that it's that large, given that all of them are in school. I remember being in the States... Uh, being in the the museum in in uh, just where is it in, in New York just beside Central Park there uh, there's a big natural history museum it's fantastic and I was going into the part with the rocks and oh, the yes. dinosaurs and all that and there were two or three kids sitting outside and one of their classmates walked by them and said are you not coming in so no nah, I don't believe in that in what in dinosaurs or rocks they don't believe the rocks were like they had been taught that the earth is 5,000 years old and right. all of that stuff is rubbish. Wow. That's I mean, given the I same never... that's given the same credence in certain schools as what actually happened. You know, oh that's only a theory of evolution. Yeah, that's what it's called, but that's what we believe happened. What you believe happened is rubbish. Sorry. 5,000 years. It's, it's not an awful lot of time to get a lot of stuff done. It's according to How the Bible, you, and that's what they believe. Right. How do you explain the Egyptians and all of that? Ah, all no. The, never happened. Well, well, yeah. I mean, Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. <clears throat> Didn't happen. And then we get back to Carry On Cleo. Have you watched it yes. yet? Not yet. You I see. have not found it. I think I, I'm going to have to order the DVD. I'm going to send you a link to it. Okay. Oh, and good. If for no other reason, so you know when I go... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a Sid James impression. You've no idea what. The, uh, You're on the topic of educating the youth. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> so I will take that. Uh, I will abandon all flat Earth theories and I will watch Carry On Cleo. Um, Carry On Cleo is where it's at. Okay. Just to be clear, I wasn't saying that I in any way believe in a flat Earth earlier. I'm just saying that it's interesting when I, I sometimes I go down those rabbit holes to be like, what are these people reading? They're um, mad. It's total yeah. madness. Yeah. That's an, this an alarming statistic. Well, again, it's it's uh, in the states. Given my personal beliefs. Yes, exactly. Wow. It, it is. Yes. Uh, it's in the states and and not here. But I mean, there's got there are some of them here as well. Yes, and more power to them. Yeah, lovely people, idiots. <laughs> I get off wow. my platform now. <laughs> That's a whole lot of info. Hmm. It's to process. Oh yeah. Um. Yes. Wow. Um, educate the youth. Well, speaking of the youth, moving on to culture. Oh, I like what you uh, did there. J.K. Rowling, kids' book, new one, 
It's called the Christmas Pig and it's out in October. So JK Rowling is uh, back on the kids story scene with a whole load of new characters. And I actually haven't read a lot of her adult books. I'm obviously a gigantic, gigantic Harry Potter fan. Why obviously? Because I feel like someone who loves all things magical and all that kind of stuff just couldn't help but have read the entire collection at least 10 times each do you like that i actually can't read them anymore because i've just read i know them too well and i get so upset that i'm never gonna get a new one do you like the hobbits the the, i like the hobbits they're heavier Mm. oh right Um, i thought they were only little lads (laughs) very funny (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah heavier books uh but also harry potter came out when i was of age with harry potter and i heard about harry potter before anyone else because my dad had a friend whose son knew about this wizard book and I got in on the action and started telling people about this book and everyone was like, nah, it kind of sounds silly. I'm not going to get into that. And then suddenly, a few years later, so I guess I'm an early adopter. Um, but yes, Christmas Eve is a night for miracles when things come to life, even toys. So her new book involved as a missing pig. Ooh, Peppa. Uh, not her. A okay. different missing pig. Okay. And it's exciting to me because I love her kids books and I want to know I want to know how how this one how this one all pans out I also have a kids book podcast so I'm hoping to be able to feature it in some way this Christmas you might get an interview there would you I'd say there's about as much chance of me getting an interview with her as there is of me falling off the edge of the world today I'd say you 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 could be wrong really yes I think you should put in for the interview I will put in for the interview. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that I would just be a drooling mess if I'm... I did. I think I would just, I probably just, I probably just jump off the earth rather than interview. I think I'd be so, I'm not st- I starstruck. But I just have so much to say that I don't think I'd be able to say anything. I'd have a list in front of me of things I was supposed to say. <laughs> my name, hello, <clears throat> and multiple. Hello, questions. my name. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just read this list and then talk about these things, please? Thank exactly. You. Yeah. But so that's my culture piece. New story. By J.K. Rowling. And coming out in October about a Christmas pig. One, one of the girls who works with us here told us the other day that uh, she walks in and out of work. And what she does is uh, she listens to the audiobooks of, um, uh, what's it called? Whatever. Harry Potter? Harry Potter, yeah. <clears throat> Needless to say, oh, I haven't read so any. so good. She loves them. And she's read them all. And she's listened to them all. But she listens to a chapter walking in and walking home. And it just comforts her on the way in and on the way out. I understand that. Plus, the audiobooks that I have, Stephen Fry's narrating them. Ah, very good. So, I'd listen to Stephen Fry reading the, you know, reading out my electricity bill on yeah. repeat. Yeah, he's so. a fantastic voice. Yes, amazing. Mm. And yeah, Harry Potter, anytime I get sick, I read the Harry, I have to just go back and read some Harry Potter. It's just that, like, ultimate comfort food for the brain. Oh, very good. Um, you obviously there enjoy you it. I have a niece, a niece who, who would be similar to yourself. Um, my, um, personally, I've never seen them. I've never read them. Well, then you won't be offended when I say it. I actually think you might be a Slytherin. <laughs> I'm presume. I'd means. like to think that it's an offensive word. Ah, uh, there's a bit of Slytherin in me too, but I'm more of a Ravenclaw. Yeah, okay. You'll have to go and read them. <sighs> That's not good. Out. I'd say the chances of that happening is probably the same as the chances of you watching Carry On Cleo. I'm looking forward to watching Carry On Cleo. It's 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 a good one. It's a I'm good one. 100% committed to watching that this week. Oh, I tell you. That was your culture one, was it? Yes. Okay, my culture one. You're going to like this. Okay. Because it's a list. I, I, do, I do like a list. 
and I was I was struggling not to do a list for culture and the wild card, but let's do the list for culture. Yahoo Answers is going to be shut down after 15 years of providing the web with hilarious content. I didn't know what Yahoo, and I mean, listen, I'm, I'm across the internet as much as anybody, um, but the website is slipping into read-only mode from 20th of April before being shut down entirely on the 4th of May, redirecting visitors to the Yahoo homepage instead. When the site disappears, all of its brilliant questions with their innovative grammatical and spelling errors and the amazing credulity of the askers will be lost, like tears in the rain. Ah. Uh, it's poetic. You want to hear some of, the, some of the answers, some of the questions? I'd love to because I don't really know a lot about this. I don't either. I'm, I'm on Quora. I don't know if you know Quora, which is... Yes. Yeah, the same thing. People ask stupid questions. Not, they're not all stupid, but some of the ones are particularly stupid. Um, but then you got to answer them without saying, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> but uh, things like this. Do you think humans will ever walk on the sun? Yeah. That's an amazing... Is that an, are these That's an actual question. Okay. Well, that person can dream. Yes. If um, you dream hard enough, maybe it will come true. <laughs> if you get close enough, you're going to burn. Um, Have you read the story of Icarus? Yeah, exactly. No would be the answer. <laughs> Have you ever even I... looked at the sun? Because it'll hurt your <laughs> eyes. And that's like from 93 million miles away. Well, I just think it's really important to support people in their in their ambitions Those in people life. need to be supported, all right. Um, <laughs> a second one. How do I turn off Caplock? All written in Caplock. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> That's like the guy who got stuck with the filter of the cat. And he was like, I'm not a, I'm oh, not yeah. a cat. Oh, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Right. But I'm not a cat. Yes, exactly. Judge, I'm not a cat. Honestly. <laughs> um, is throwing your hair in the garbage safe? And the user continued, I wanted to be sure because in biology we learned that it had DNA and, and stuff. So is it safe? So does this person, is, are they thinking that someone's going to go through the rubbish to take their hair and then clone them? I really don't Hope know. So. I really yeah. don't know. And you know what? I don't care. <laughs> uh, here's one for you from, from a, this is an interesting one. What if the girl that thinks I'm the dad isn't the mom? <laughs> Think about that for a minute. What if the girl that thinks I'm the dad isn't the mom? I, just says, I really want the backstory. Yeah, it says there, this is frightening on a number of levels. It bloody is. Um... Uh, you oh you will love this one. I'm, uh, some of these, I, I put, took this during the week and I've forgotten most of them. Is there a spell to become a mermaid that actually works? Now I have asked that question <laughs> myself. Obviously. Which is related to my next topic. Uh, but, but I haven't yet found a spell that works. And I did watch an interesting documentary called The Little Mermaid in which an actual mermaid swaps her voice four legs yes. so I don't know like I need my voice to work because yeah. I make well that's how you make your money basically shows. yeah so I need so I'm not going to be able to swap my voice for for a mermaid tail because I assume it works both ways yeah yeah that, that, so, that was a good documentary Disney made it I think didn't they yeah yeah it was a it was a Disney doc unit and it was um, yeah based on a based on a factual story yeah obviously uh, and um, I've been trying to I've been trying to reverse it, so I've been trying to become a mermaid for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Or I will let you know when it happens for me. Okay. I'm close. Okay. Okay, that's good. But good. I haven't got there yet. But I did actually really want to. Back when the world was the world, um, I really wanted to go to a mermaid school in the Philippines. 
there's a school where you can go, you can learn to swim in a mermaid tail and you have your your week of being a mermaid. And because there's a whole cohort of people who dress up as mermaids and they're like ocean conservationists and they are models and they do this amazing photography underwater as mermaids. And they See, do free diving and all that kind of thing. I like Star Trek, That's right? That's a good uh, question. Yeah, yes. I, I like Star Trek. And I've, I've, I think I mentioned that I went to one of those movies, where, where those things where, where it wasn't a convention, but there was five movies in a row and there were a lot of people dressed there. And I was thinking, that's a little bit odd. It's not half as odd as going to mermaid, mermaid school. How much fun would it be, though? It's just I, the more ridiculous things I can do in my life, the better. It makes me a better person and it makes me laugh a lot. That's the main thing. Yes, I think I was born to be a kids entertainer. <laughs> you need to get to to know how to do those balloons. Hey, kids, yes. we're gonna make a we're gonna make a what do they make a giraffe and a poodle. Everything looks like a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I eat myself, would I become twice as big or disappear completely? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> what part would you start with? Uh, well, you probably have to start at the bottom at your with your at your feet. Not the tastiest part, though. I reckon. I reckon you need something with a bit more flesh to get you into it. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's. I would. I would probably start with the rump, or like a thigh. Yeah, something with a nice bit of. You need something to get your teeth into if you're going to acquire a taste for yourself. Hmm. It's a valid question. <laughs> it is. Listen, the more you, the more <laughs> you say. They be able it. to eat their own mouths. I, I, I just love to know how how the brain worked that that asked that question. I, Actually. They're definitely serious questions. Uh, they are, but um, the, the official accounts claim that French philosopher Gilles Deleuze, and I have no mm-hmm. idea if I pronounced that correctly because I, I, I did, never did uh, French, um, he died in 1995, but the question contributes to a body of evidence he was active online up until quite recently, posting metaphysical pro, uh, provocations on Yahoo Answers. It's an interesting... Amazing. I mean, yeah. And uh, let's go... Let's uh, The next one's not very good. Let's try this. Will... <laughs> Will my laptop get heavier if I put more files on it? You're an idiot! <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll do one more, um, and then we go on to yours. Um, can I tell by the smell of my husband's gas if he's been cheating? <laughs> Maybe if he ate the person afterwards. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Oh, there's no answer to these. These are, like, I didn't know Yahoo Answers existed. I now want to go and check out Yahoo Answers. I'm now going to campaign to have it Have it stay on, exactly. (laughs) I've no idea why they're, maybe they're closing it down because uh, they've answered every idiot in the world. Uh, More more likely they don't want to spend the money on, on having to answer the questions. I don't know if my husband's cheating now based on his gas. Well, you know. I well, need to know. You I can, need to know these things. What does it say, actually? I know this sounds crazy, but begins the anonymous post. Sadly, three years later, we can only imagine what the status of the marriage in question has never been updated. Okay. Wow. Well, um, these are things that you need to think about in life. Indeed. Yes. We're nearly out of time. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's do your wild card. Briefly, because yes. this is something, I guess it's related to most of what we were talking about earlier, because I am a bit of a Disney fanatic. I am shameless about it, and... I did convince Dave to agree to spend a couple of days in Disneyland for our honeymoon, as well as having a normal grown-up person honeymoon. Yeah, but, um, you know, to be fair, I know other people who've done that as well. It's a great place. to. It's not just for crack. kids. It's a great place to, to go to spend time. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. But my thing is, I didn't realize that if you're over a certain age, which uh, seems on different websites, seems to be like 12 or 14, I think the Paris one is 12 anyway, but you can't dress up. 
And I get why you cannot dress up in full costume. I wouldn't do it because I am a roller coaster fanatic also, so I need something functional and comfortable. But yeah, you can't dress up. So there's this thing called Disney bounding, yeah. which I do, but I didn't know I did. Uh, it's where you kind of dress up, it's your own clothes, but you make you theme it all to look like a particular Disney character. But uh, just an important thing to know, if you are me, yes. you cannot dress up as a Disney character because you can't rip off the actual Disney characters yeah. going around and you can't <clears throat> the people, you know, they don't want you to get mobbed by kids and they also don't want kids going to like random people uh, and hugging them and everything for yeah. all kinds of child protection. So it actually makes an awful lot of sense, but it never occurred to me that you actually cannot dress up. And someone was talking about her child dressed up as Belle from Beauty and the Beast and had to show her passport to show that she was under the 12 age. because she was really tall. They were just worried that she was older than she said. Oh, They're very strict apparently. Which actually makes sense, now that I think about it. It does, um, but again... It changes things for me. It does big but, time, doesn't it? Yeah, because I had lots of plans for the future of when the world opened up again. Yeah. But uh, they've all been scuppered now, and I'll just have to go back to wearing my mermaid leggings. Yeah. Yes. That'll work for that you. That is my wild card. That's my fun fact of the week. And I Do like, I like it. Up. Don't dress up as a princess. If you're going to Disneyland. Because Just you won't be allowed. Do not towards it. You mm-hmm. will not get in. I yeah. Think. I don't know what will happen. I don't know if they offer you a change of clothes, but don't do it. Mm. I know you're tempted. Don't do it. <laughs> Resist. Resist. <laughs> that gap tells you I'm not really that tempted, but uh, not know. that yet. Yes. Yet anything can happen. Any live live radio, anything can happen. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do my wild card. Right. Because we're out of time. And I'm actually quite happy, and I'll tell you why. I I got it yesterday, and I meant to have a good look at it before we came in to do this, but I forgot. Okay. So there's there's a lot of words here, and I would have to try and read it while we're doing it. The dog Um, ate your wild card. Exactly. No, I have the wild card here, look. But um, it's just, I haven't really, uh, yeah, I need to read it. It's not bad. It's, it's, um, I'll do it next week. It'll save me a little bit of research next week. You better actually research. do it next week. Yeah, I will, yeah. yeah. Because I'm not going to say accused. what it is. Yes, we have been accused of not following up. Yes. But because uh, it'll save me time. Yes, so. lovely. It will save but, me time. Um, That is economical. Yes. Yes. Very good. So well, I feel like we've all learned something today. I think we've learned lots of things today, Neve. Yes. This has not only been entertaining, but, but highly yes. educational. Yes. I will get them when they're putting it up. It normally goes up under the banner entertainment. Yes. It's going to go up under the banner educational. Well, if I've stopped somebody dressing up as Cinderella and trying to get into Disneyland and then having their day ruined. Yeah. Then I've made an impact. Exactly. And the whole whole mermaid thing. The whole mermaid thing. If I find out how to do it. Go and learn to be a mermaid. I will let you know. That is the way it is. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to do the outro off the top of your head? If you would like to get in touch, we would love you to get in touch. You can you can do that. Clearly, I have no script. Uh, <laughs> ask Look at Podcasts at Twitter, or you can email us, lookit at uniquemedia.ie. You can also review our podcast and leave a rating because it will help other potential mermaids to get involved and to find out about the podcast, and we'd be very grateful. So you can do that on whatever podcast platform you're currently listening on. That's you. not true. I don't think you can rate it on every podcast platform. I have no idea. Clearly, I don't have a script. Exactly. But but listen, Mel will, will tell us. If you don't say that in the future, say this. Yeah. <laughs> and we will take no no notice what you say. And then she'll beat us up. Uh, happy that was, birthday, Mel. Happy birthday, Mel. And that was extremely professional. Well done. I try. Um, we're a couple of minutes over, but we didn't do too bad. We didn't do too badly. I think we're okay. Yeah, exactly. Back next week. See you then.
Lokes. 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 Lokes.